All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to And What Did We Learn? It's so exciting. We have a guest again, and not only is it a guest, but it's my girl, Justine. My Hi. My partner in pod. Yes. Um, yeah. Justine's here to discuss another episode of what I am currently on a kick with and doing Patreon episodes of as well, uh, on My Strange Addiction. And so Justine and I watched... Um, season three episode three i believe uh which is available on prime the first for, for some reason only the first three seasons are on prime but and it's not on prime in canada it's only on us oh, where'd prime. you find it i paid like two dollars for this oh, on no. itunes oh i gotta send it to you oh okay. no that's well, at okay you, at least you found it actually some of them not this one but there are quite a few episodes on youtube so next if we do another one i'll find a youtube one um, but this episode is about a woman who's addicted to her breasts <laughs> and a woman who's addicted to eating tape. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, what else would they do with their lives? Um, so uh, we are going to go through this baby girl or woman by woman. Justine, roll the dice. Who do you want to start with? Um, I don't care. You, you decide. Let's go boobs. Okay. Let's do boobs. People saw boobs in the title. They came here for boobs. Let's do it. Not our boobs. All right. So we meet um, Shayla, which I don't know if you remember, but that's the name that uh, Charlotte was going to name her daughter in Sex and the City, like her dream name, Shayla. Do you remember that? And then, and then, um, and then her, the friend, friend stole the name. Yeah, a friend stole the name. And Samantha's like, what's wrong? She's like, she stole my name. Samantha's like, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, this is that girl all grown up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, this woman, Shayla, she is addicted. I mean, I wouldn't technically call this an addiction. I'd call it more of like a body dysmorphia, but um, mm. whatever. It doesn't matter that this show just is kind of like, you know, about. It, go, it goes hand in hand, body dysmorphia and um, plastic surgery addiction. Sure. Like, obviously, this was strictly about her boobs, but it wouldn't surprise plastic me if this addiction. girl was also addicted yeah. to getting like the Botox and fillers and stuff oh, like that as I well. For sure, because she'll say mm -hmm. over and over, anything for beauty, anything for beauty. Um, mm -hmm. My first impression of this chick it was, wow, you are the most selfish person I've ever seen. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't give a shit. And it's like, yeah, do your thing, live your life, live your live your peace. But like you're you are forcing the people in your life's life to suffer because you can't like be there for them and you don't really care like at one point she's like I, I, my husband doesn't like it I told him fine get a divorce I don't care like I want my boobs yeah I mean, we can just... divorce we don't have to be together I was like whoa it's really intense and it's not like it's not just that she's fiercely independent it's that she doesn't care like it really doesn't seem like she gives a shit about how anybody feels for her like she's like yeah I can't hug my daughter whatever but it's worth it for my boobs so I do you know me and I got my clips um and I you know, we get a lot of information there and then um, we can kind of just chit chat about how bizarre this is and her attitude. It does not, I don't change. My opinion does not change on this woman um, at all. Uh, I'm not a big fan. Um, and here, we'll hear it in our own words. Here we go. So first it's just talking about her amazing boobs and how much she loves them. So get ready for that. Boob talk. It did the same thing it did last time. <laughs> Sorry, guys, technical difficulties. But Justine, what were you saying? I didn't realize you weren't even recording. Uh, oh, I paused I, it. I started following this girl on Instagram. Like right after mm -hmm. I watched this episode, I was just oh, like, I wonder what she's up to now. So That's I smart. Googled her and uh, I started following her on Instagram. And right when I started following her, she happened to be on Instagram live. Oh. So I was watching it and uh, it was interesting. Does she still have big boobs? Yeah. They're even bigger. <laughs> Holy shit. I think, I think she's I think she's gotten them done a she few did more it. times. Yeah, that's again. the thing later in the episode about her is that she wants to go even bigger, which you'll hear in the numbers and sizes how ridiculous that is. And like you said, like Justine said, you can search her up and see just what she's talking about. So here's the clip and then we'll discuss. <laughs> to my breast. It's just perfect, beautiful. 
orders. It just conflicts me. You can't even tie your own shoes. The pain, the struggle I deal with is really worth it. It's bad for you. Girl, you know what's bad for me? No have what I want. There's a big fluid pocket that's built up in If I die with my rest, I know I will die happy. I'm addicted to eating tape. That was my that's the other girl yeah but um here's where she's talking about how beautiful her boobs are i'm 32 years old and i'm addicted to my breasts it's just perfect beautiful gorgeous it just completes me Shayla has spent nearly a quarter of a million dollars on 22 surgeries to achieve her 38 triple K breasts. She's even had ribs removed to fit her 14 pound implants on her size zero frame. My breasts is like my babies. I love them just like they're my kids. Having these is just the most good thing in my life. I don't know why she just keeps getting them bigger and bigger. I don't know what she's thinking. So that's her okay. Like, they're great. We love them. I love them like my children that I don't care about. <laughs> which which is fucked up because it's it's okay. I feel like it's okay for someone to say that that doesn't have kids, but yeah, she this girl actually kids. has a daughter. So it's like you're comparing your daughter to your tits. Well, it's and kinda... you're saying I'd rather die and leave my child without a mom because I want boobs. It's like that is not a reasonable boundary to have. Like that's not a reasonable. Uh, contingency you know it's okay to be like i need mom time so like i need alone time but to be like yeah you'll be on your own you'll be out on your ass you too bucko like it doesn't seem like she like cares about anybody it's like she's literally obsessed to the point that it's like she's having a relationship with herself yeah her boob size is kkk <laughs> <laughs> and it reminded me of um Heidi on the hills when oh, when she's like I want my boobs to be an H like I want a size H for Heidi, Heidi. yes like oh, oh god. god that was so hard to watch did you watch the reboot yes oh we should do an episode on that I actually really liked the reboot for the most I did, part I was pretty surprised everybody said it was boring but I enjoyed it I really I liked, liked it I liked it I was sucked in especially to the Brody drama shit god he's annoying if um if uh, Spencer and Heidi were in it, I don't think I would have watched it. But I just right. like love Spencer I Pratt loved, so much. I loved watching them. Like he's still himself, but he's toned down enough now, and he's like a family guy. Like you, they seem pretty happy. I mean, they, they drink have a lot their of wine. yeah. They drink. <laughs> Heidi drinks a lot. Did you see her on that show, her... The Mother Daughter Experiment? Oh shit! I wanted to watch that, but I totally forgot about she, it. She like walks in the house. She's like hammered, and her mom's like, "Heidi, you're hammered." She's like, "I had one shot, mom, one shot," and she's Ugh. like puking all night. Her mom's like, "I don't think you had one shot." <laughs> I know. Well, whatever. We all have our demons, but they seem like they really, unlike freaking Shayla, they're very dedicated to their son, and she. Yeah. Even Heidi is like, I regret the plastic surgery. This is what's important. Because Heidi almost died. Yeah. A- she almost did. died. In the next clip, we're going to learn that. Yeah. So did Shayla. Okay. Well, close. when they say that she had her ribs removed, I just wanted to mention that it totally reminded me of the rumor we all heard as kids that Marilyn Manson uh, removed <laughs> his rib to suck his own dick. Oh, so no. that's like the first thing I thought of. And I was like a huge Marilyn Manson fan growing up. So I remember like when people would say that and I'd be like, no, he didn't. That's impossible. And now I'm like, shit, it actually is possible. Even though I don't think Marilyn Manson would do that. I can't believe anybody would do that. That has to be like an illegal procedure. She must have had to go overseas because there's nothing necessary about that. And it's only going to cause harm. And the fact, I don't know why they don't focus on that more. They're like, yeah, and she had ribs removed. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Can we talk about that? Like, how did that fly? we're past that point already that wasn't when we had this episode of people trying to intervene like jesus you need your ribs man otherwise you're just sludge Mm -hmm. (laughs) like someone could just you know kick her in the gut and she'd die because her spleen would explode or something you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that's serious shit um so obviously you know she's seriously mentally ill and i don't say that as a judgment i say that as it's just a fact a fact (laughs) yeah um yeah so we hear about her, it's kind of funny to hear about her limitations because she's like, she can't tie her shoes. 
she can't hug her daughter she can't really exercise that's very hard for her she Um, can barely drive because her tits are like in the way so there's um there's a clip where they talk about the extent of the pain and side effects that i'm gonna play i don't think i need to play about the limitations because we kind of just said like the obvious like she can't mm-hmm. live a life like she her life is her boobs because she can't live a life so all she has are these boobs that are in her way i just i can't i can't relate to this um in the sense of wanting more volume on your body i just i don't relate to that i do relate to the body dysmorphia of it all because obviously you know i'm Mm-hmm. Um, I recovered from an eating disorder, but um, yeah, I didn't behave like this. <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. Because because yeah. it's 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 different. Like because they it just looks so stupid. Because she has yeah, these big exactly t- like basketballs it's, on her chest, bigger than basketballs. And that's how you know she's got she's mentally ill and delusional because everybody else around her is like that doesn't look good and it's bad for you Mm -hmm. and she's just like no I'm so beautiful so it's just about her own perception of herself but she seems to believe she's got like delusions that people that that's the standard of beauty I don't yeah anyway so here we go I'm having a lot of back pain and my breast, I have this kind of soreness, like, you know, like burn sensation. In 2009, Shayla contracted a near fatal infection in her breast and needed emergency surgery to save her life. I was having like 105 degrees fever. I never felt that scared. Despite the near death experience, Shayla's thinking about going even larger, and her friends and family are deeply concerned. My husband doesn't want me to get any more breast surgery. And then I said, we can divorce. You know, we don't need to be together. No one can make me happy as much as my breast can. Shayla having these surgeries done is costing her life, and it doesn't seem to bother her. I'm not afraid to risk my life to get what I want. If I die with my breast, I know I will die happy. So... I'm kind of thinking about like that just brings to mind for me uh you know documentaries I've seen in the past or you know articles that I've read about eating disorders just because obviously that hits home with me and there are you know I watched the movie Thin and did an episode on that with Liz for her podcast and it is it is an all-consuming it wasn't like this for me um I was never like I'll die and I'll be fine um but there are people that it it's such a delusional thing that they're like that the reality of death the reality of risk it's like it's not real to them and they're like smiling as they're you know emaciated they look like holocaust victims and they're like you know posing for pictures like look at me I'm thin and then it's like so this is so and so she died like a week later Mm -hmm. um so it's not that they're happy but it's their only sense of security. You know, I don't think she's happy. I think she, it makes her feel safe because she has this mental illness, you know, the same way people might, alcoholics aren't necessarily happy. They're just doing what they do, do to get by. It's not like it's a big party. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, she's trying to sell it that way, but it's kind of clear. I don't know. It's just, it's pretty wild. Like she needs to be like hospitalized for health and for like, her mental health i feel like she needs to be in like the girl interrupted place <laughs> or something i mean like we'll get to it later but i just think that no doctor ever should work on her no and um, even even that- these doctors overseas that she's going to yeah, see like, like it's it shouldn't be that only america won't do it yeah um yeah it's pretty fucking horrifying um and like I said, you hear from her attitude, she it seems like she's not capable of even loving or thinking about other people. Like, it seems like that's not an ability that she has because she's so, I mean, she removed her ribs. <laughs> she's deep into this, you know? And it's, 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 I would be curious to know, they don't tell us, but I'd be curious to know how early on this obsession started and like what triggered it and if she always felt she, you know, she's a small person, if it was compensatory, if there was abuse, if there was, I don't know, like what, I mean, it, they said she got her first 
set of implants when she was 19, I think, right? Yeah. And she's which... th- she's 32 in this episode. Yeah. So um, I think that she just did it once, like just wanted her boobs done, did mm-hmm. it once. And then, uh, you know, just, loved the attention was like, oh, now they're not big enough because I know a ton ah. of girls who did that where they got their boobs done and then they were happy with them and they're like oh now I want to go bigger and it just and then it just it was like okay well they looked fine how you did them and then I mean obviously I don't know anyone this extreme (laughs) that's gone no but you make 22 surgeries but make a really good point that you it starts the addiction you know the first time you do it you receive positive reinforcement and if you really need that or are lacking that or depend on that like me you know I was so so insecure about what other people thought of what I looked that when I started dieting I would get compliments and then I was like wow I could get compliments even more if I lose more weight and that's when my eating disorder started so I think you hit the nail on the head girl nice cheers for Justine I don't have my bells (laughs) (laughs) I need my bells all right um okay yeah so um the next scene that we see uh Shayla in is one in which a friend is trying to help her get some relief and functionally exercise at a gym um and you can hear how much pain Shayla is in by the sounds she makes when she gets relief when because the person is able to help her position her body so that the weight the weight of the breasts is not weighing on her so she's relieved of that weight and she's like oh my god this feels good she's like it's like you're in pain all the time. I, I know, can't. and you can't even like do anything like when your no. boobs are that big. Like you, how can you possibly ever be comfortable like in any outfit you're wearing? Anything, not to mention you probably can't even like go on roller coasters or anything like that because the freaking harness no. wouldn't like fit over could you. you. Could, could you fit on a plane? <laughs> I guess you could go on a plane. Yeah, um, she could go on a plane. She has to go on a plane to get to Brazil yeah, or wherever she's going, but um yeah I don't know I don't I don't get it because they don't even look good I just remember oh god one time I was watching one of these shows and who knows which one and it was about a woman like this whose boobs were you know like ginormous, and she was almost kind of famous for it and then she was talking about how this is so horrifying like I can't it just gives me the heebie-jeebies this you know the skin in between your boobs that's attached to your sternum mm-hmm her that all gave way like it like ripped apart from her sternum because the boobs were so heavy and that after I heard that I was like ah, I don't ever want a boob job I don't need one but I you know isn't that just the most disgusting image like I I just have to like cover my chest when I hear that why was that is it because um the doctor like put too much it's because like- the weight of the boobs just pulled on that so much and they kept like they kept stuffing them so much that there was like less and less attached at all you know yeah. and so it just kept popped popped off like shit like that happens all the time um well not all the time but it happens with breast implants or plastic surgery so yeah she's at the gym um and then we transition from her um meeting with her friends and telling them that she wants to get bigger boobs Um, and you know, I don't, this is clearly for the show, but we get a reaction, um, and we get her reaction. And then, um, after that, she'll go to the doctor. So let's, her friend, Karen literally looks like a Karen. Like she has the pure, (laughs) like Karen haircut. And she's like, Shayla, you do not need this. I'm like, Whoa, your name suits you. (laughs) (laughs) After 22 surgeries, Shayla's still not happy with the size of her 38 Triple K implants, so she wants to go bigger. But she's so large, no U.S. doctor will work on her. So Shayla's decided to go overseas for the procedure. Today, Shayla wants to tell her friends about her decision. Today I'm really going to put everything on the table, so I'm kind of scared. I think they're going to react a little bit sick. Like you know what you should do? We should all get together with the kids, like, go yeah, have we a should. fun. What are you doing for spring break? Uh, I'm not sure yet, because I have to go to Brazil in March, and... Why are you going to Brazil? Um, well, you know, 
I want to go to Triple M. What? Yeah. You almost died last time. I don't think they're big enough. Don't you think this looks small? No. Shayla? Shayla. You need to get another infection. You know, this time is going to be all different. I promise. You know in your mind that it's bad for you. Girl, you know what's bad for me? No, have what I want. I'm really worried that she's not going to ever stop doing this and that this is going to kill her. What if you die? You seems like my mama there. I don't care. You know, no, I'm just, your friend. I'm just I'm asking you support. You don't have to get mad. I'm not mad. I just, if I like breast surgery, I'll do it. You know, I sometimes think she don't care about herself. All she wants is her breast implant. Can you please? Do us a favor and just go get checked before you go to Brazil. See if he says it's okay. We just care about you. We don't want nothing bad to happen to you. Okay. Oh. Okay, so she agrees she'll see a doctor. One thing I want to know is how does this girl have all this money to do that? Because it's... How does she have money? She? How does she have friends? I don't understand why she has friends. <laughs> how does she have a, a marriage? Like this woman, all she does is stare at her boobs all day. How does she have a life, you know? As far as I know, uh, she's divorced now, I think. Don't quote me on that, but yeah, exactly. She she could very, well, if she got her first boob job at 19, it's likely that her parents paid for it. She seems to be from Brazil, I think. And it seems that it's, they'll do whatever there. And so it's probably much more prevalent. It might be cheaper. I don't know, but she might have family money. Well, now from- True. Well, now from what I can tell just from her social media, it seems that she has like fans and followers that donate to her to get this done. Perhaps that's why she did the show. Yeah, probably. To to get people following, which isn't stupid, but it's dangerous because it's what she's doing is really fucking dangerous. (laughs) Yeah, it's Um, scary. Yeah, it's really upsetting. And what's upsetting is that she's looking at her fresh. She says, don't you think these are small? And I can see myself being like, don't you think I look fat? Like, how do you not see the fat? Like, cause I have those moments and I used to all the time. And I'd be saying that to people that were bigger than me, but I wouldn't consider them fat. Right. It's all, it, it just doesn't make any sense that that body dysmorphia, it's really wild. Like she really thinks that other people are looking at her boobs and thinking, eh, it could be bigger when meanwhile, mm-hmm. the, each one is like a head size of a head. Bigger. Bigger than They're well, huge. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, look her up, guys. I don't know her last name. Shayla. Big just Oops. just Google like Shayla, my strange addiction or whatever. Yeah, giant titties. <laughs> She's there somewhere. She's haunting the internet. So yeah, so it, we close out with her. Obviously, we know. I mean, you know by the episode that she's she goes through with the surgery, but we now know we have proof from Justine, the master researcher, that this gal is out there. <laughs> crowdfunding her boobs she's still going at it so here's what the doctor has to say um and then we'll move on to andrea her friends are i kind of have to fast forward this one because the clip got weird no okay her friends are deeply sorry infection from recent plastic surgery she dreams of even bigger implants her friends are deeply concerned and have begged shayla to seek medical advice from the doctor who treated that infection okay so what would make you feel happy what size would how much more would make you feel happy well i just wanted to go on triple m last time remember you were really sick you had a severe staph infection and bacteria poured in and we had to do a whole cascade of events in order to save your life we sent you to infectious disease doctor you had to have IV antibiotics for months on end you were close to losing your life if you get infected again you're going to be right back into the same scenario again but i'm not happy to how they look right now how about we do this? How about I put you in a gown and we'll check both breasts. Shayla has body dysmorphic disorder. It's an abnormal fascination oh, with a doctor. body part. Knowing Shayla as I do, my biggest fear is that she's not going to be happy with her breasts. And ultimately, it's going to culminate in her death. 
This one's more kind of tender, very tender. There's a big fluid pocket that's built up in there. The doctor is alarmed by the unusual lump in Shayla's breast. He orders an immediate ultrasound to find out if the implant has ruptured. Well, I was able to look at the films. You have some silicone present. They're little nodules that your body has recognized as being a foreign object it does not want. And those areas can be painful to you because you've got a lot of nerves that run in that area. So. The nice part is that you don't have anything life-threatening. Okay. I um, But if you had another breast surgery, all bets would be off. You're potentially putting your life at risk. Okay. I'm not sure yet. I haven't decided about the surgery. If I'm really going to proceed to that, I might need to go. I might be fine the way I am. gives us the captions it's like eh she did it anyway (laughs) or whatever it said Mm -hmm. she still plans to do it I think um I mean fuck man but you can tell she's she is scared when he says there's nothing life-threatening she lets out a big breath so uh, I don't know she needs to confront her mortality but she's not she's not able to she doesn't want to so she uses things like there's nothing life-threatening now as like oh okay that's all I need to know I'm fine like she sees that as I'm fine told you so everybody like and that's so common in this show because addicts are in denial usually <laughs> you know yep um i think i'm saying you know too much no so i'm gonna i'm gonna track that uh okay any final thoughts on this this lady <laughs> before we move um, on i know i know a few girls like this mm-hmm. one girl in, in particular not not just with her boobs, but with like everything. Yeah, um, which is more common, I think. Yeah, it is. Because uh, usually, once you, um, th- I feel like it's more common to get one little thing done and then be like, and oh my goes. God. And then yeah. you start to see other things that are imperfect that you could get done as well. Um, and, you know, and then, you know, a lot of people, you know, they'll do the Botox and stuff, but then some people mm-hmm. go overboard, you know, yeah. and they just end up looking plastic. so ridiculous. I don't mind plastic surgery in moderation. I fear that it, I would be that person that if I got it, I'd be like, oh, now I can fix this. Now I can fix this because that's my personality and that's deep in with, within me. And even though I'm recovered, I will still always have an eating disorder that is just in remission so I can't that's not a thing I can pursue um because I absolutely like think that I would go overboard I don't think that I would be flaunting it or proud of it or like being saying like fuck you. I wouldn't be like Kyler fuck you you can divorce me like <laughs> it wouldn't be that way but I can definitely see myself feeling like oh now that there's a way to f- quote fix me I have to do it mm-hmm. um and I have I like I have fantasized about liposuction a hundred million times you know like just imagining them scraping the, my belly <laughs> just those those spots I don't think you know? a doctor would give it to you no they wouldn't because I'm not overweight and I I don't need it and also you don't I need it exactly eating disorder so but I've you know that but that's the eating disorder right I anyway yeah I mean I I didn't feel a rush of sympathy for this person I'm just gonna put it that way <laughs> even though I can relate on some levels felt like she really cho- she chose her dysmorphia she chose her addiction and and is very much turning a blind eye it's so ridiculous that it's almost like is she just doing it for attention almost you know I feel like it's maybe a little bit of both I yeah absolutely but that is that's still that's still delusional to think that like that it's okay to have do this to yourself that's normal that she's trying to normalize it I guess Mm-hmm. Anywho, the other story is quite different, and the girl is also quite different. <laughs> it's, it's a little like, more lighthearted. It's a little lighthearted. It's more like kind of like a weird habit, um, kind of thing that seems treatable, you know. Um, and this is a thing. It's called um, pica, and pica is a condition in which people put things in their mouth that aren't food, essentially. Uh, compulsively so obviously we see that a lot in this show um I've had clients with pica it is really it is a compulsion like 
and it's it's a it's usually an indicator of like a sensory disorder or processing disorder or developmental disorder with this chick it could have been for comfort i don't know but clearly she's developed it again it'd be cool to know if she ever did stuff like that when she was a kid but um yeah we meet andrea andrea eats tape she eats um six thousand feet a year (laughs) so tape scotch tape is what we're talking about um and she is essentially just at war with her mom over this um well because she's fucking gross about it yeah because she throws it everywhere it's like if you were chewing gum you wouldn't shoot throw your gum everywhere would you but yeah she puts it everywhere so she chews it and then she spits out all the teeny little pieces all over the house i just so gross the texture of tape is so unappealing to me i can't like having it in my mouth stuck to my mouth and be like "Ah, get it out but you know that's her thing so here's kind of her intro um right here My name is Andrea. I'm 23 years old and I'm addicted to eating tape. <laughs> if I see tape in front of me, I'll just pick it up and start chilling. I have to have it. Andrea's addiction to eating tape began nine years ago. The first time that I've eaten tape, I was out of gum and there was tape. I took a piece, chewed it. And I've been chewing tape ever since. Now she eats about three rolls every day. I usually take about this much of tape. And um, I just put it in my mouth and start chewing. It's just sticky when I first put it in my mouth. It has more of a a chemical type taste to it. Sometimes it tastes like glue. I usually chew it for about 30 seconds. That piece will eventually dissolve, break up. Sometimes I swallow pieces of it. And I just put in another piece of tape. I know it can't be healthy for her. She's eating a lot of tape. Herbie. So that was her mom. Sorry, that gets cut off. Um, yeah, it's pretty freaking weird, dude. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Um, you know, I'm not judging, but it is a very peculiar habit. And she kind of bounces back. I feel she kind of bounces back and forth between like um, being like, what? It's not a big deal. And then being secretive about it, right? Because we get this whole thing where she confesses it to a friend. So she knows it's weird, um, but she's like defensive, I guess, which isn't surprising. Um, But sorry, I'm trying to find spot. Okay. Um, But yeah, she, it's a little bit more of like a childish thing like there was one with this girl who like would never stop sucking her thumb you know it almost seems like a comfort like a comfort mm-hmm. behavior that she just needs to get some help to stop and there are so many replacement behaviors that she could use um obviously tape well she could just thing. chew gum exactly exactly and and it probably at first it would be like no this isn't what i want like what i want is the tape but eventually you can train your brain t- to enjoy the replacement you get the same effect it's just a matter of practice so Really what she needs to do is decide that she wants to stop and then she can get that help. So here's her and her mom fighting about the tape on the floor. It's pretty gross. Chemical type taste to it. It's the wrong clip. Sorry. Well, anyway, she and her mom like have this big, uh, like, My name is Amy. Uh, I just wrote that they're kind of warring together. Um Actually, let's. I'm gonna skip this. We'll play a different clip of that. Um, they have a big fight, and her mom is saying, you know, like there's tape everywhere. It's disgusting. In the office, there's tape in, you know, at home, and she's like, it's really gross. And then obvious to know. What are you talking about? There's no tape anywhere. Her bathtub in the closet. They could be pushed down in, under the pillows. They could be in shoes. Shoes? Like, that's so weird. It's almost like that's part of the compulsion. It's hiding the tape. Um, anyway, sorry. I fucked that clip up, but who cares? Uh, 
anyway the mom is just like and then they have this fight and she's and and she's pointing out there's tape here you see it and it's all it's gross there's clumps of spit spitty tape all Mm -hmm. over their house um it's like it's weird that she doesn't clean up clean it up like for me any behavior that i have like for instance when i was throwing up i made so much effort i clean i would like clean the toilet after i purged you know because i did not want evidence anywhere so mm-hmm. again maybe it's like a good thing that she's not to that that point yet because that way she's more reachable for help you know she's not good at being devious she hasn't committed to this because sometimes people live out loud because they're waiting for somebody else to help them fix their problem and i think andrea is probably in that camp especially because she chose to confess it to her friend mm-hmm. um, which, which was hilarious by the way yeah i have that clip i'm just taking my sneakers off because my feet are hot oh i went i was telling justine i actually went out of the house today i um safely took my uh, my cousin who's 18 um he's a really cool dude and we went to this duck pond and we fed the ducks this entire loaf of bread ducks geese all kinds of animal all kinds of birds it was really cool and really fun it was very little house on the prairie and now well, it's not i don't think they had ducks then but it was very wholesome um and now here i am recording and drinking and swearing <laughs> it was so funny because i was like can i curse in front of you does that bug you i was like i don't know how you feel about it because i haven't seen him in a while um because there was family drama that didn't involve us but we, i just didn't get to see him because he was younger and you know his parents were in control but now he's 18 and uh uh he he was like, I don't care. I'm like, yeah, I guess I don't need to ask. You're not a little kid anymore. Just, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, he's 18. I can curse now. Woo-hoo! He's not eight. <laughs> no, exactly. But it was like, I didn't know. Like, because I don't know. Some people don't like cursing. You know what I mean? I was, and I was like, what's your opinion about it? Like, I don't, you know, I know I'm not going to get in trouble for it. It was funny. Anyway. Okay. So yeah, let's play that clip. Yep. No, my app, um, my photo, for whatever reason, my photo app went back to the beginning. So there's like just pictures of my, it was a thousand million pictures of my cat as usual. Cats. I thought you were going to say of the ducks today. <laughs> oh no, that's at the end of the rule. But I did take, and I'm going to send them to you because they're very funny. Okay. Okay. So I have this clip. Here we go. Twenty-three-year-old Andrea has been addicted to eating tape for nine years and consumes more than six thousand feet a month. Today, she's finally ready to reveal her addiction to best friend Brendan to get his advice. I'm very nervous and terrified about telling him. I'm just not sure what kind of reaction will come out of it. Actually, brought you over here to tell you something. Um, what would you think about someone who? A tape. You said what? Somebody who like chew tape. You know. Clay, right? I've been eating tape by <laughs> since I was about 13. I didn't know how to take it because I just didn't believe it at first. It's not normal that humans eat tape. It's not a good look. So what is it about the tape that you like exactly? It relaxes me. I chew it up, spit it out, sometimes I swallow it. Is it like messing up with your health or anything? It's not bad. Well, I don't know if it's like bad for you. I'm pretty sure it's not good for you. <laughs> tape be something we need to subtract. You have to understand it's hard for me. You can't just stop. I'm sorry. Andrea, don't cry. Come on. You know how they say like when you develop an addiction a lot of times you stop developing like you just like you stay that age with drugs usually like you okay. start a drug addiction at 19 like you don't really progress so even if 40 year old man is 40 he's functioning like a 19 year old because he's been on drugs right um i almost wonder if like she's just not because of the tape but the tape is part of like an, an increased adolescence like she's like i don't know if it's bad for you like do you know, like she, it's just very childish. It reminds me of some clients that I have that are older, but function like much younger people and don't have the wherewithal to really take care of themselves, you know? And so people on the outside have to really prompt them and help them. And so I wonder, I'm not saying that she has any like developmental issues, but she could. Mm, I would argue that. I think she does. She She seems very, but, and she seems really young. (laughs) for her age right so, she does so it's like she's still 14 and then she's like 
fighting with her mom about making a mess like i mean when you're an adult like you pick yeah. up your shit you know i know so and this isn't judgment i'm actually kind of just feel feel for her because i think she just needs support like she needs help with self-care she just doesn't have that ability it doesn't mean she won't get it but she doesn't have it um so yeah it's pretty it's kind of embarrassing to watch that i guess it would be what i said what i felt just because it was like oh i feel bad for you like and that's an uncomfortable feeling to feel embarrassed for someone Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is not fun Um, yeah so after this she has another fight with her mom um and i guess that's enough to convince her to see a doctor well the mom's like well i I think you're addicted to tape and then she goes mom why are you doing this and i'm like she's doing it because there's cameras and producers they're asking her to bring this up (laughs) signed a contract girl you're 23 you're an adult yeah Yeah. i think i do have that three six nine ten here we go is repulsed by the behavior and wants her to stop the mom is I was in the office earlier and there was tape everywhere. I don't keep tape everywhere. I don't do that. I'm sorry. Okay, let me just show you very quickly. There's chewed up tape. I didn't put that there. Okay, okay. All right, look at the proof. There's tape here and there's more tape okay. under the candy. Okay, bin. okay. Do you feel that you're addicted to tape? Why are you doing this? Because it's time for you to get better. I won't do it anymore. Here, that's it. I'm done. That's the last one I'm doing, okay? I didn't want to really hear what she had to say. Like, I just felt like the whole thing was stupid. Okay. I can't believe you just did that. I can't believe her. Too, is like when she keeps saying everything's stupid like that's just a catch-all for like i feel uncomfortable i feel afraid i don't know what to do about it so this is stupid you know mm-hmm. and we've all done it to a certain degree but it, again it's it's a really immature emotionally immature response which i'm not blaming her for i'm just saying she doesn't have she needs therapy like which is not bad it's not bad to need therapy it's bad to avoid it <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah so they fight it's a whole thing and then it finally she sees the doctor and we kind of get some this is a longer clip i'll let it play and we'll close out this episode here we go her friends are deeply concerned and have been- Oops. Sorry. And- oh i'm sorry that was playing that's the other girl's doctor visit <laughs> okay here we go Guys, I'm still learning. For the last nine years, Andrea has eaten up to 200 feet of tape a day. But her mother thinks it may be damaging her health and has convinced Andrea to see a doctor. I don't think there's anything I'm going to take My mom's like the most important person in my life, so I'm at the doctor's office. Find out if eating tape has some type of effect on my body. Have you had any stomach problems? Sometimes, like, after I chew tape, like, my stomach will start to hurt. Do you usually spit it out or swallow it? Sometimes I swallow it. I think it would be helpful for you to know what could happen from this tape eating. Tape can actually accumulate in your gastrointestinal tract, and there's actual chemicals from the tape going into your system. And you're definitely increasing your risk of having a body tumor, but it's life-threatening. <laughs> that is, wow. Okay, we're just going to get your blood pressure and physical exam results here. Andrea has a fairly severe obsessive compulsive disorder, and I believe actually causing some fairly severe medical problems. If Andrea does not stop, this could lead to life-threatening complications. We're going to go over the the blood work, and um, basically you're looking pretty good. You can breathe a sigh of relief. But... Um, your upper GI series did show you have some reflux. Okay. So that explains what's going on in your abdomen. What? I mean, what causes that? Some of that could be due to the actual tape eating itself, and some of that could be due to just stress. Really? Wow. 
this behavior that you're doing is potentially very harmful and the cure for that is not eating the tape. I don't know why I just didn't think it was going to be that bad. That's kind of scary. I definitely want to stop. Okay, good. I have to go talk to someone. If I have to throw away my stash. And, my stash. I mean, my whatever stash, it takes, I'll do it. My health is definitely more important than eating tape. I definitely see myself, like, stop in the near future. There we go with someone's secrets. So that's, yeah, that's it. Yes, I have to throw away my stash. (laughs) A stash of scotch tape, my off-brand tape. I think this girl, this girl obviously knew it was bad for her. She was in denial the whole time. And I think when she went, yeah, when she went to the doctor, I think she was like low-key just hoping that he'd be like, it's not that bad for you. It doesn't really matter. But he didn't say that. He told her the opposite. So yeah. And he, what did he say? Uh, It gave her reflux. Yes. She's having instances of reflux and also he said that it can accumulate in your gut which is absolutely true anything that's not food will especially depending on the texture at least tape isn't absorbent you know so it's not gonna like like make a big ball but he said like the girl that ate the couch the girl with the couch or like the one the woman that eats rocks they, she went to the doc like actual rocks she went to the doctor and the doctor was like yeah rocks form concrete when they're all together so you can just have like a, you could have like a concrete like boulder in your belly you're not pooping it out anyway these people think a lot of the times they think that everything you know goes in comes out but that's not true things get mm. stuck even food can get stuck if you have disorders uh yeah so yeah but i think you're right i think she's young I mean, maybe on the spectrum. I don't know. She just needed help. She really needed help. She didn't know how to take care of herself. It's so like, I started this weird habit. I don't really know what to do. And I'm embarrassed about it. But also, fuck you, leave me alone. <laughs> That's kind of what it was. Um, which I don't mind. Like, I like the variety of these these shows and episodes. Because it's like, you always kind of get to compare and contrast. So Next, we Yay. should do Extreme Cheapskates. Yeah, 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 yeah. I that fucking one, love that show. I have never watched it, but it's it pops up on YouTube for me a lot. It always pops up on my YouTube, and then I get hooked to it because I'll just like watch the the you know the ten minute clips or whatever yeah, that they have on oh, there. You said there was one guy that ate roadkill, though. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, one. there was one. It wasn't like the TLC extreme cheapskates i think it was like a uk version of it oh, um but, but it was like it was way. it was like the same same concept for a that's show like, that's like sweeney todd where she makes the pies out of cats yeah so this dude like Ugh. was too cheap to buy meat from the grocery store so he's like why buy it I, that's australian i'm then just i'm gonna try to meat. do the accent but oh, yeah, yeah he's like he's why like he's like he's like why buy it when i can like get it for free you know and then it showed like a dead raccoon on the side of the road and, and he like picks it up and he's kill. like yep it's fine he goes home he like chops it up grills it serves it to his friends it during did. a barbecue naturally did i can kill it i mean i can cook it <laughs> or the girl i told you What's that fed her boyfriend oh. cat food yeah because she couldn't she because cat food was like five cents cheaper than a can of tuna or something stupid so she made him a tuna sandwich but it was cat food instead and the guy knew too he's like i'm not stupid i know this is cat food but what am i gonna say to her i'm like you're gonna fucking break up with her like a normal person yeah cat food is um not for human consumption it's no. got a lot of stuff in it. I mean, even the healthy stuff is like, it's got a bunch of crap. It's got byproducts in it. So, I mean, I wouldn't eat that. <laughs> you could not no. maybe eat that. I think I tried like a pebble of dog food when I was a kid. I think everybody did. And it was just salty. But, <laughs> you know, that was like a dare. <laughs> I was into it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Justine, for being here with me and doing this episode. I'm really excited to air it. Anytime. Haven't aired a, a guest episode in a bit. So it'll be nice to put this up on Saturday. Thank woo, you. Woo. Okay. All right. We will see you. I will talk to you all lovely people next week. Um, in the meantime, keep learning and stay safe in this crazy, crazy. And listen to Coast to Coast Cocktails. And listen to Coast to Coast Cocktails. And did I make that up? Please. Yes. And thank you. Bye.
gentlemen, may I present to you Mr. Charlie Puth on key.